in the mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's, mirror, mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's in the mirror, Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, we got a Welcome to Black on Both Sides, the podcast dojo. I am one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. All of that shit, or none of it, you know, free country for now. Uh, the other half of your esteemed co-host, the distinguished gentleman from Georgia, 9 out of 10 Dennis, who can't write medication for shit. All they can say is, hey man, uh, I, got a, I got a Tylenol in my bag that I had from that time I went to this conference somewhere. You can have half of that. And I tend to say, this dude right here, this dude right here, he gets it. Mr. B. Honest. See what he did there? What's up, B? Feeling grimy today, man. Feeling I grimy. I see, man. You got, a, you got a flat bill ball cap. Yeah. Waiting for you to go, uh-huh. And a white tee, right? I, um, well, he's on six. The white tee. Is it an extra tall white tee? No, it's not. But you know what's funny? Why you, met, you said I, I went through my neighborhood today. Um, we went to, <laughs> this is going to sound funny. We went to Whole Foods <laughs> oh, and the Whole Foods is on the other side of my old neighborhood. So that tells you, you about know. my old neighborhood, right? That ain't gangster. Gentrification? Bruh. Bruh. It was ridiculous though. Like it, it, I, I hadn't been through my old neighborhood in probably maybe like a year and a half. And, um, a year and a half ago, it was scattered, scattered some houses, development, you know, it's like now, <laughs> Bruh, I don't even know how they're doing it though. It's like they're plucking them out one by one because there's still a project house here, million dollar house, million dollar house, million dollar house, project house, million dollar house, million dollar house, million dollar house, uh, high rise, like not high rise, but like a development of like 30 apartments or condos in one little area. Then project house, project house, million dollar house. I don't know, man, it's like that neighborhood. Yeah, I couldn't afford gentrification. That's how that goes. I couldn't live for it. But you know, sometimes they just like, they, it's like a wave. This isn't a wave. It's like they're waiting on the motherfuckers to die and they're plucking that house and rebuilding it. They're plucking that house and rebuilding yeah. it. Yeah, nigga, it don't have to be like Barbershop. Craig ain't got to sell the <laughs> shop right now. His name is not Craig in Barbershop. I forgot what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, light skinned nigga ain't coming through to buy the entire block. So like I said, we had to go through my old neighborhood to get to Whole Foods. So after the car was valeted, you know, it was like, wow, this is not my old neighborhood. But it's cool. It happens. Man, I fucks hard with Whole Foods. You know, you know what's like what's Whole Foods adjacent? Amazon Fresh. But Some I mean, they, they own and Amazon owns Whole Foods now, so no. Right, but Amazon Fresh is a different concept. But it's got Whole Foods deli type situations. I didn't really see the produce because that's not why I was there. Um, but anyway, so you should, you should if you see an Amazon. Prime store, you should go in there because I didn't go. I I driven by it. Didn't know what the fuck they would have in there, but it's pretty lit. Only pretty know we pretty have lit. Only know before we, have we get off this topic, before we get off this topic, Dennis, Long Island Dennis, accused of trading painkillers for sex, released on bond and allowed to work. How? I thought you said he couldn't write prescriptions. Well, maybe he had some. Maybe he had a few pills and he said, Hey man, I'll let you have a few of these for a few of those. <laughs> wow. You know, you take some of these, I'll take that blue pill. We call it even. Uh, Barry Arnold, 70. Looks like somebody whooped his ass. 70. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Long Island, man. Fuck Long Island. Um, so, so the upshot is that is fuck Dennis. 
All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How'd you get that? Uh, the interwebs. B, remember last week we was talking about OnlyFans? About they were, they were changing. Uh, they were going to prohibit sexually explicit content. And you and I were equally concerned about how um, Rachel Dolezal was going to be able to make it until her hair... Our hair business takes off and she's able to get that patent for that hair twisting tool. Right. Well, don't have to worry about that anymore. B, you were dead ass wrong. I love saying that. You were dead ass wrong thinking that there was some plan that this was okay. That he had thought about it and said, you know what? We can eat this. No, them niggas said, psych. <laughs> I don't know what they told you, but they done told all your ass is wrong. We ain't doing nothing. But, but the wording is very weird. You have, to, you have to admit, the, the legal wording of how they did their renege is a little weird. They didn't say canceled. They say suspended. They suspended. Indefinitely. Yeah, but it didn't say indefinitely. They said suspended. So I think they're still waiting on that funding, that check to clear. The check's in the mail. As soon as they get that check, they're like, okay, back to the business. No, they said the suspended. checks are processing right now. <laughs> right now. You know, mini vids, just, just fans, just for fans came in there. So I heard. So, uh, yeah, man. So, money is green and it's spin, spin. Yeah. All right. Uh, how'd you like that Amethyst album? Didn't hear it. I'm not surprised, B. I don't I'm really not listen. Surprised. I don't really listen to music. If I'm not mixing it, I don't really listen to it. So, just to be clear, you didn't listen to your girl Iggy Azalea. I did not. Okay. And then, do you think that makes you a good fan? Or a bad fan. I'm not a fan of Iggy Azalea. I'm a fan of her voice. So, if Iggy and her kid go hungry, it's because of people like you, her fake fans. I'm not a fan. I like her voice. I think she has good mic presence. I think she's good at the mic. You know what? That's a whole 20 seconds of free press we gave that bitch. So, fuck all that. So, I didn't listen to that shit either because I told you I wasn't. But, uh, okay, man. You want to go talk about the big, big thing or the kind of big thing in music? <laughs> Let's hit it big. Big? So you know what happened at about 12.01, right? I did. I do. Well, I didn't know till this morning. Dunda got dropped. Kind of. No. Ain't no kind of. No, I was I'm a, looking was at a, fucking... Uh, there, was a, there was a blunder, though. There was a fumble. Well, we'll get to that. Shit, fumbling nothing. I see twenty-seven tracks. That's not all you saw. If you if you looked at twelve, if you looked this morning, you saw a different a different thing. Okay, well let's let's there were twenty-six this. tracks. Hmm? There were twenty-six tracks this morning. Now they're twenty-seven. I'll if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll tell you what happened. Oh, I know now. Oh. Now it makes sense. Okay. Uh, so long story short, twenty-seven, yay tracks. Got released with 26, but now we had 27. B, have you heard anything off there that you didn't hear before? No. All right, so I don't went through all 27. Of 27 tracks. Now, B, I don't have your producer's ear. Never will. I don't have your musical uh, learning. Never will. Of 27 tracks, there were two. Two songs. To my ear, worth a shit. <laughs> God damn. It was track number 10, I believe, and track number 11. Believe What I Say, which had a Lauren Hill 
Uh, voice sample. I remember that. He paid for that. Oh, yes. Oh, I guess he paid Wyclef for that. He paid somebody for that. Dearly. Because it was off of Miseducation of Lauryn Hill and right. he looped it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's 24, uh, tw- which I just liked because that, you know, that that was uh, mid-level Kanye in the, during the transition uh, from, I guess you could say, uh, graduation day to, you know, People saying, okay, well, we really need you to do some hip hop shit too. Well, so which, which, one, which one is number 24 to you? Because I'm looking at this list here. Let me see. Oh. No, number 11 okay, is 24. Got you. Got you got That's you. the name of it. Oh, no, no, I got you. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> everything else, no, it sounded largely broken in two categories. A lot of the shit sounded distorted. The only things that were not as distorted were obviously religious uh, songs. But even those had some distortion on it. So I listened to this on a massive speaker in my garage while I was working out. So I gave it a full listen. You know, I got, you know, I don't know, 18, 19, 20 tracks in and I came back in my house. I've been listening through a variety of, you know, earbuds and speakers because uh, B, I, your boy got fucking bored. I got bored of the album. Not because there was too many tracks, because none of the tracks, they just didn't, they just didn't, Keep my attention. Yeah. And so, you know, so I'm going through this thinking, man, we waited, you know, all this time for this. Damn, yay. Turns out, turns out that either yay started seeing some streaming numbers on this or I don't know what, but about two hours ago, my time, or maybe a little bit uh, longer than that, uh, yay, by the way, Kanye has filed papers to legally change his name to just yay. Awesome. Yeah. You know, yay. Because clearly there's too many niggas named Kanye and you don't want to be confused with those niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Facts as fuck. Uh, even though some of his card probably still say Kane. Uh, that's a long play. Anyways, yeah. long story short, Kanye, yay, if you will, released a statement that said Universal released this shit without his permission. And they blocked one of the tracks. I think it's called Jail Part 2. That's the one I'm not the mistaken, Jail Part 2 is the first introductory. This is the first track we heard off of Donda that has the old Jay-Z lyrics contained within. It's not? No, that's Jail Part 1. Jail Part 2 is when they added the baby. Mm-mm. I don't know, man. Like, I literally just listened to this shit. And I just, that Jail Part 2 was when I heard, I thought I heard Jay-Z. Jail Part 2 is the one that wasn't on the album originally. The one they released at first that had 26 tracks. You know what? I don't give a fuck. Long story short is that I went through all these tracks. And remember when we used to have five mics in the Source B? Yep. This might get one and a half mics. And that's because I don't even know if it can really be categorized as hip hop. To be honest with you, so are you talking about why, why though? Because because back in the day, source mics were about flow. I think I can't remember what the what they were. It was lyrics, flow. Um, damn, I don't even remember. It's been too long. But what what is because because I heard you say a couple of things. You say it was distorted. So sonically, you didn't like the album. Production, sonically, it was it was it turned me off. Sonically, production wise, you didn't like the album either, like the way the production was. No, there were a lot of synthetic shit going on there. He he, I don't think I heard any easily, you know, the observable live instruments. 
Yeah, and um, I mean, look at this. If you look at this, uh, this feature list here: uh, Selena Johnson, Francis and the Lights, Jay Z, uh, Vori. Don't know who that is Playboy Cardi, Five O Four, and Lil Baby, The Weeknd, Baby Keem, Travis Scott, Lil Durk, and Vori. Yeah. Five O Four and Lil Yachty, Playboy Cardi, uh, Vori, Young Thug, Don Tolliver, Ariana Grande, Pusha T, Tony Williams, Conway the Machine, Casey, Westside Gun, The Locks, Jay Electronica, Swiss Beats, Chris Brown, Pop Smoke. Uh, Roddy Rich and Shinsia, uh, Sunday Service and Vori, the Baby, uh, Playboy Cardi, Ty Dolla Sign. So honestly, do you listen to those artists when they're not on Kanye's album either? Yes, okay. I love Travis Scott. Okay, like Travis Scott. You know, I realized that Kanye's last two secular albums were probably all uh, primarily done by Travis Scott's production. Because Travis Scott has a, a, a style that's very distinct. It right. kind of reminds me of back in Death Row when uh, Dr. Dre was attributed some songs he didn't work on. Right. Guys, Dillinger did a lot of shit. Probably we got DJ Quick, but DJ Quick's DJ Quick. Right. And Tupac shouted him out by name on the song that he did. But uh, so Dillinger so did, did a lot of All Eyes on Me. All Eyes on Me. Uh, there were others that did a lot of, you know, were not credited. So Kanye's last two albums sound not his not the Jesus is King one, but his last two albums that is fucking Travis Scott's style. And listening to Travis Scott, Travis Scott's album, you're right, B. Part two's got the baby. Yeah, I knew that. I must, that, have, it, I must have restarted. Dude, listen, though, there's there's politics. Universal blocked it because they're trying to cancel the baby. It's like, fuck it, I don't care if you put him on the album. We're not putting him on a Universal album release. And he's like, the fuck if you not, put my album out. And so they re-put the album out again. So it's so boring that the album restarted and I didn't really notice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes Jay-Z. Look at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, so Sonic, let me, let me answer the Sonic thing because, uh, I guess it was Yeezy was the first one. I'm thinking, no, 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 no. Was my dark twisted fantasy. That was before Yeezus, right? I think, I think my dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, no, no. That's all before Yeezus. I'm, I'm so, so after graduation, I'm, either it was 808 and heartbreaks. I feel like it was that. Well, no, no, no. There, I'm going to tell you where his, his Sonics changed though. I think it was, it was either if was Yeezus first was my, my dark twisted fantasy was first, right? Before Yeezus. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus is is one of the one of the, maybe his last one before the Christian album. Okay, no, there was Pablo, Life of Pablo. Well, it was re- it was right before that one then. Okay, fine. So Life then- of Pablo had some had some uh, slept on bangers on that. Anytime you get Kendrick Lamar, by yeah. the way, I heard it. But like, let me stop right here. I would be uh, remiss. B, did you know that there's a new Kendrick Lamar song floating around right goddamn now? Is it just him or the one with him and Baby Keem? Well. I think he might be on. He might have another feature on there out in L.A. Uh, we, uh, the radio station, primary radio station, ninety-two point three, Big Boy in the morning, Big Boy. Um, they had snippets and they cut and they pieced his parts together, nigga. Is it the one I'm smoking in your top five? That that verse. I don't. Uh, it's hard. I don't that verse remember, is hard. That, but that's baby. My King. face just screwed up. It would not unscrew up. That's baby like, King's song, but it's but it's a hard verse. Like I was like, they're not. They don't deserve this. 
Kendrick, they don't deserve this. The people don't deserve this. They don't, they don't know they want this. When they get it, they're not going to know what to do with it. Check out the video. It's a video out. Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. I can't remember the name of the song, but... Um, I just heard this shit Friday. Family Ties, maybe? It's maybe the name of the song? I'm going to find out at some point during this podcast. Because I think they're cousins. Problem. I think they're cousins. And Baby Keem is also signed to Kendrick Lamar's... Uh, TDE? No. Uh, P... P um, Hey, I can't remember, PG, 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 a harder art or something. Him and Dave Free, the, the, the director guy, got a, a little situation. Baby Keem is signed there. So there's some type of partnership signing mm. thing done, but it's PG Lang, I think it's called. PG Lang. That's the name of the, um, the, the imprint or label. But anyway, mm. so sonically. This Kendrick Lamar versus, man. Oh, no, it's, it's hard. Just God damn. Yeah, check out the video too, man. It's like, you know, B, me and you are from a certain time. Yeah, these certain time we get punched in the face with some with some lyrics, and they just stay punching you in the face. The face don't unscrew. So yeah. I was, you know, I had my girls in the car dro- dropping, doing school drop offs, and I'm just, just <laughs> my face just twisted and won't untwist. I'm just saying, God damn, like Daddy, don't say that. God, you you hear this shit? Well, not the teenager because she had her headphones in, but yeah. Anyway, so back to what we were talking about. We was talking about uh, Kanye, also known as EA. So in My Dark Twisted Fantasy, he decided to, uh, to, to want to be outside of the box. There was oh, something man. called— there was I some- think it's 808 and Heartbreaks was first, because 808 and Heartbreaks, I believe, was the first one where I was upset. But it, but it wasn't sonically wrong. 808s and Heartbreaks wasn't sonically wrong. It was just depressing. My, my Dark Twisted Fantasy was sonically was wrong, but it was done on purpose. He wanted it to be a, a, little, a little bit offensive. So there was a lot more distortion, things that shouldn't have clipped. He let them clip on purpose to get it louder and more aggressive and more dirty. He started doing it then, and it got even worse on Yeezus. But I think that's kind of something that he forces. So when you're saying it's distorted, he tries that. He wants that. He wants it to not sound like anything else that, that you're hearing. And you're, you have a, you take offense right. to it. After graduation, it was 808 and heartbreaks. And I'm going to slightly disagree with you. Maybe sonically, 808 wasn't wrong, but everything else, the theme, the mood, everything else was a, was a, was a break from what he had done in late registration and graduation. Well, I was speaking know, specifically to you saying, I was speaking specifically to you saying it was distorted. I wasn't talking about his change of mood or character. No, I, I realize that. I, I'm just, for the listeners out there, just saying that 808 and heartbreak was when Kanye decided to be somebody different. And change the industry in doing so. And pissed me off in doing so. But anyway. Uh, everybody everybody yeah, do, so, was doing 808 and heartbreaks records now. That's where it came from. That was the first one. Uh, I, <clears throat> I think that if we're going to be all the way honest as musical listeners that my dark... Twisted Fantasy, my beautiful dark Twisted Fantasy is probably his best record ever. Um, the you know one one or it's one A and one B is probably going to be uh, his first album. Yeah, I'd have to say there was a lot of pressure with that first album because he had so many hits for everybody else. He used to have a tattoo. I don't know if he's covered it now. That had each number one hit, each the name of each artist he had a number one hit for, or either the song, because that's that's who he was. He was the uh, the sound guy. The producer. Producer, yeah. Got the tracks. Can I rap on this? <laughs> Go sit your ass down. <laughs> Make some more music. Yeah, so College Dropout had a lot of people saying, uh, can this nigga rap? Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Right. Uh, and this was before the DJ College situation where, you know, niggas just had albums, you know what the fuck they were doing. 
uh, than, you know, uh, ad libs. Anyway, I digress. So well, when I say distortion, yeah, I mean distortion in a way that I want to hear it and I can't. Not that you're making me feel a certain way. You're turning me off. You're not making me, you're not making me think this is edgy. You're, you're, matter of fact, you're not even giving me a new thing. Because you're right, he has done this before. Everything on this album to me sounded boring, stagnant, with a sprinkle of Jesus here and there. And it just was, you know, it was forgettable. Everything on here is forgettable. Except for, the, except for that Lauren Hill uh, sample, which I don't know how the fuck he got that off of Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And 24 seemed okay-ish. Everything else? I think it's, it, a lot of it was just, it, it, sadly, four-bar loops over and over and over. Like that Jesus Lord song with locks on it, that's, that beat does not change for 11 minutes. The same sample goes every, every, every one and three. The same, the same beat, nothing changes. The same loop, four-bar loop, maybe, maybe an eight-bar loop, but I think it's a four-bar loop for 11 whole minutes. Doesn't change. That's how the, most, of the, most of the album sounds to me. But again, he's. But if you look at his credits, though, like so, I think. See, and this is why I, I always say my Twisted Dark Fantasy or whatever was the first one. Prior to that, I felt like he was the majority of production. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, whatever he brought in that um that Brian dude. I can't uh Dan Brian David Brian whoever whoever used to produce for um um uh, when the pawn strikes the king it act, when the pawn strikes conflict it acts like the king. Who was that? Fiona Apple. He was Fiona Apple's major producer. He brought him in. Yikes. He Is that bitch alive? She's dope. But is she alive? I haven't heard anything from her in like yeah, 12, know. 15 years, 20 know. years. He brought that guy in, Dan Bryan or whatever, Brian, And that's when all the things, all the palettes and all the sounds started changing and it became an art piece as opposed to a record. I need a record. That's what, that's what I was hoping this was going to be, an album and not an art piece. My my beautiful dark twisted fantasy may be his may his be his best one arguably it's his best one but it was a it was a crapshoot and I think he just worked out because after that he's been missing 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 off the same premise of it being an art piece and an event and not being an album. Okay, so tra- so Travis Scott met Kanye in two thousand eleven. Let's go back to this discography. I see Mike Dean's name on the production credits a lot on this this new one. So from Yeezus Ford until Travis Scott released his own album, Travis Scott's production had to be part of it. Um, you know, the thing about Travis Scott that I like is that it's like an eargasm. It's like you get you get this this beat, you like it, you like it. Then about the time you're going to get tired of it, the whole entire music changes to something maybe completely different. Like, and, like that you know, sicko mode. And, yeah, and then um, my favorite Travis Scott is a song called uh, uh, This Side. And it's my favorite because uh, Travis Scott's from Houston, Texas. Right. And so he, he mixed some Houston rap in there and he, and he, and he uh, mixed some Jodeci in there. You know how I feel about Jodeci. Ain't nobody fucking with Jodeci. Except Drew Hill. But, but Travis Scott, is, is, he's, he's very talented. He just stays out of trouble. Stop, you know, getting uh, the Jenner Kylie pregnant, which they're pregnant again. Good luck with that. Anyway, uh, so ly- lyrically, most of the rhymes were trash. Even Jay Z's part on on Jail Part One, it was just all right, okay. 
Watch the throne part one. Okay. Yeah. All right. You have any you have any gems for me, Jay? Oh, you don't? Okay. Um, but all of Yeezy's raps were garbage. Um, you know, what few of them there were. Um, the tracks were mostly all boring. Um, and I could have done without all of this. And here's the deal. B, you know, you know I'm fuck Kanye usually. Right. But I, I gave this a full listen with an open mind. I don't believe it. When that done to track number one for a drop with Jay-Z, I told you, I went in the Discord room and I said, hey man, it's unfuck easy until, until further notice. Because so I thought, you know, we were going to go down a certain path. We didn't. We didn't. We stayed with an art project, B, as you said. And it was an art project that went on too damn long. 27 now, tracks? Now, did he mean to cut these down? Okay, let's just back up. So this idea that Universal released it and he wasn't ready or he, against his wishes, he had to deliver an album to Universal, did he not? Yeah. So what he delivered to Universal, he represented, here is the album. Here is, here is, here is an album, however they define that. He had to deliver the work to Universal per his contract. So this idea that you delivered it and now you're like, uh, nah, I'm still working on it. What does that mean? What do you mean? I have no idea. It doesn't work that way. I think it was a publicity You can't, you can't deliver the album and, and say, oh, but I'm still working. And then why did you give it to them? It's a publicity So, All of And it. billionaire Kanye is not going to be able to litigate his way out of this, I don't think. Contract is a contract. What do you mean? He's probably, he's acting like somehow or another his art has been disrupted. His art has been distorted. But nigga, you gave them the album and represented this was the deliverable. Right. So is, is this a real thing? Is he not taking his meds? Or is this just more... Uh, I'm trying to be controversial. Controversial. I, I think the whole shit is. In fact, there's a, there's a, um, there's a, a DM floating around the internet right now from um, the baby's manager trying to figure out why the song wasn't on there. He's like, yo, I thought you said we were going to the song. He's like, it, nah, I, it is on the song. He's like, nah, it's not, or whatever. So then Kanye's kind of like, okay, I'm going to check. And then that's when the second album came out. So I think it's Record. all fucking a lie. It's all a lie. Universal didn't block no damn album. They put the shit out with 26 on purpose. And then Kanye has this thing, this, this whole thing that's floating around the internet with this, this text message between Akon's brother, Boo, and uh, I don't know, I don't know, um, the baby's manager, but who all these people are involved. It's like this, this conspiracy to keep the baby off the album. And then he, he still delivered those tracks as the album. Oh, you're talking about it being released at all. Yeah, I think that what he was saying was they released my album without that 27th song on there without my permission. I think that's what he meant. Let me look at the tweet again. Universal put my album out without my approval and they blocked JL2 from being on the album. Okay, well. That's two things. Yeah, that's two things. <laughs> I mean, does he think we're dumb? Or he, or, or he might think most people don't well, know. Yeah, most people are no, not dumb, but just most people, most people don't don't think hard enough. They're not critical thinkers. So they're like, eh, they, they do my name, man, man, easy, wrong. Yeah. This. No, that's nigga gave them all <laughs> these tracks and said, here, here's my, here's my, you know, I'm complying with my contractual obligation. Here's an album. Yeah. Either that, I don't know if that's, I don't know how long his contract is. I mean, you know, oh, he's man. on to the next one or no, maybe not. I, I think don't he's, know. He's in there. He's like 10 albums or something. He's, he'll be, he'll be universal till he's, you know, un, ununiversal. All right. Well, in that case, yeah. On to the next one. Uh, so it's bullshit, man. Uh, that he, how he's acting. I figured there, all of this was just, you know, 
a show when Kim uh, uh, Kim uh, Kardashian started showing up and being part of the uh, the got, last two married. listening parties. They got married. I'm like, um, it's in, you, didn't you call the authorities to get him on a 5150 <laughs> hole because he was a danger to himself and others? And now you're in a $40 million white wedding dress on the stage. <laughs> Did things with you and Van Jones take a turn? Is it because you couldn't pass the baby bar? That's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. Your dad would be unhappy with you. Um, His mom, you mean? Her mom? No. Uh, oh, um, I, I forgot. Robert Bruce Kardashian. Jenner, Bruce Jenner is her dad. No, Robert Kardashian, you're the lawyer. Yeah. And she came past the baby bar. Gotcha. Uh, which is not even a full bar. Um, anyway, anyway, I digress. So I think that we've been, I think that we've been had. We've I been took. I didn't actively listen. I have to, I have to admit, I didn't actively listen. It was, it was on the car. I'll do it on sitting, man. It was on the car and I was just, we were riding around doing stuff and it was on the background. So I didn't, I didn't actively listen. I do, I do remember saying though, that that 11 minute song with uh, the locks and Jay Electronic on it or whatever was the same beat or for doom, 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 over and over and over and over. And then Jesus, uh, over and over. That's all it is. And then there's rapping on top of it. And, and Kanye can't even stay on beat. What is that What is that verse he does? What is that verse on that song? What, that's he, always been his problem, though. That's no, always, no, this is terrible. No, is it worse? Yes, but he's never oh, okay. been, you know, he, I guess, you know, he'd come in like a drummer sometimes. You know, the... Uh, Marvin Gaye who used to be a drummer. We talked about this shit. Kanye comes in at a certain part. He always came in at a weird part of the, of the beat, and that was just his style. Not like Blueface when he's like, nigga, what are you even talking about? But no, all this shit on, on this album, you know, anytime he said a sentence, it wasn't very good. Anytime he attempted to, maybe not a sentence, anytime he attempted to make some shit rhyme, it didn't go well. If it was longer than a couple of words, it didn't go well. And so, uh, you know, this was just boring, 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 boring. And I think that when your educated ear be digs into this, if you do, and I don't suggest you do at all in any circumstances, waste of your time, you'll realize it's probably there's more of that uh, monotonous, you know, thing going on at a technical level, which is why I got bored. I, I can't wait to hear what the critics say, because I think that that's what's going to that's what's going to make this next the next chapter of this in, interesting or not. Because if they give him praise, it, it's not going to be interesting. But if they tell him it's crap, he's a crap, it's going to be interesting to see. Well, no, I don't want that because he'll melt down. I don't want that dude. Well, to be well he's not going to get he's not going to get praise over this because he's you know he's pissed off the industry. Remember, you remember. Oh, the maggots and stuff. Yeah. 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 So probably probably not going to get. And he pissed us all off too. Uh, the whole slavery is a choice thing. Didn't really forget that. I agree with him on that, though. But because I, I don't think he's talking about this, this, I don't think he's limited. He just won't, he refuses to say that he's not limiting it to the here and now, the tangible. He, he wants to be philosophical and, and something and existential, but he's, he refuses to say that. Well, he, B, you're being philosophical and existential. That nigga said what he said. You're trying to say, no, that's not what he had. Clearly, he had to mean blah, blah, blah. No, B, that is not how mental illness work. He said that shit with his chest, B. You've seen it. He said it with his chest. They said, did you mean to say that? Yes, I did mean to say that. <laughs> okay. And then later on, he said the same shit again. <gasps> he said, no, that's, no, that's, no, yeah, no, the nigga told you. Um, with his chest. All right, let's talk about, uh, so we're going to see about uh, Donda. Oh, the intro. 
Weird, right? Creepy. The fuck, man? That's creepy. So, listeners out there, uh, the the intro to Donda is some uh, young lady or that's Selena Johnson. Oh, it is. Ain't heard from her in a minute. Selena Johnson uh, saying Donda in as many possible ways one person can. Creepy. Creepy yeah. as fuck. And then there's a snippet of uh, of his mom talking about her son, which you know that's okay. Um, you know, Jay Z did that on the uh, the dark album. Yeah, black, black album, black album, encore maybe. No, not encore. Um, yeah, it black, might have been no, encore. She talked about his like birth, a, when he was born. I thought that was the interlude. It might be, or, may, or maybe that was with "What More Can I Say." See, Kanye's shit's so bad. Me and Jay Z, uh, me and <laughs> Jay Z, me and B are talking about albums we actually liked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so you know, the intro's weird as fuck. It's creepy, man. Um, it for me, there was nothing noteworthy because we've all heard the Jay Z uh, portion of that particular song. It's not even very long. Nothing else piqued my interest till we hit track ten. And then track 11, I was like, oh, okay, it's going to pick up now. Wrong. After 24, I went right back to where it is. I would say this, some of his Christian songs, his church songs, they probably can hit if one is so inclined to you forgive Kanye and want to grab onto Christian Kanye. I don't particularly know how you do that because he, like, stops himself from swearing. He doesn't say the swear. No, did you notice the whole album is edited? Even the locks, everybody's edited. That's what. That's the. That's the part. Of like, what? I don't want to listen to this. Well, particularly with him, like if you don't say the word, but, but you, you still mean it, you, you make. You're like, you get it. You know what I'm talking about. Suck on my this ish. This ish. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. This ish. Okay, that's kind of. <sighs> so be. We'll see what the critics say. I I'd be surprised because it, this was boring as fuck. Even Travis Scott's. Uh, even Travis Scott's song on, on him was not Travis Scott remember, level. I don't even remember Travis Scott's song. Like I said, I wasn't active listening. Though, so I, I remember I, his voice. I can't I name I can't, the song. I can't judge yet because I, I didn't actively listen. But you didn't actively listen because you didn't want to. Nothing Possibly. caught your ear, B. Possibly. Because at some point, I just started doing other shit. Yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> So, B, we talked last time about how Aaliyah's, uh, the, the person, the company... Blackground Music or Blackground Records, one of those, uh, owned by this gentleman, finally decided to release her work on streaming services earlier in the week. Uh, one in a Million, which is by far and away my favorite Aaliyah album, uh, dropped on uh, Apple Music. But it was all right. So he's dropped on Spotify and other places. On Apple Music, One in a Million dropped mm, earlier in the week. So... You know how I feel about that shit. But as we talked last time, I said there were other works he had tied up. One of those was Timbaland and Magoo's album. And so I'm an audiophile, but not quite like B. Uh, so Timberland's production from that time off the Timbaland and Magoo album is just uh, ear candy. It's ear candy until he fucking opens his mouth and talks over the goddamn track. You're like, could you please kindly shut the fuck up and just let this track ride? And uh, 
Vin Magoo. Magan Goo, whatever his real name is. Um, those are some Cameron-type-ass nursery rhyme shit, B. Yeah. Those are not good. No. Uh, but those beats, though. Uh, so that was, that was, I hadn't heard that in close to 21 years. So that's out now? The Timberland Magoo? Because all I see on here is Under Construction Part 2 from 2003. Is there another album up there? Or is that yeah. the album? Hold on a second. No, I ain't it. Ain't 2003. Hold on a second. This is great. This is podcast gold, by the way. Welcome to our world, Timberland Magoo. You on Apple? You on something else? I'm on. So I've been jamming it. I'm on Apple. It says Under Construction Part Two. Nope, Timberland and Magoo. Unless they gonna snatch that shit. Nope, I can play it. Hmm. Yeah, that's the shit right there. I can't find that. I don't know what to tell you, man. Oh wait a minute! Indecent proposal, two thousand one. No, the the first one. Welcome to our world. Okay, there it goes. So they got four albums, uh, three albums up of them. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten to, I haven't gotten past the first one because um, jumps that's the, the um, one. Up jumps the boogie. I remember when that came boogie out. Boogie jumps with me. I remember when I, remember, I was in the military. I think then. Let me see what year was that. And you heard that one? Oh, that's rare, man. Yeah, God, God, that, that, that one got through. That's it. But no, I was in, I was stationed in Virginia though, Norfolk, Virginia. So I was. Oh, there. and they have no choice. That's yeah, what they was, was there, doing. Right. Ah, man, that's my boy, man. You can't nobody fucking with Timberland. Yo, that shit was so crazy. That was 97. That shit was so crazy in Virginia at that time. They loved them people, man, but... Well, there had been nothing like his production since his production in the last Jodeci album because, you know, Devontae Swang warehouse those niggas. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of music. Teddy Teddy Riley's camp was there, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Devontae, yeah. um, who else? Uh, nerd or uh, uh, not nerd? Chad and Hugo. Chad and Hugo, yeah. Uh, Neptune. Isn't there a third one? I don't know. They, you know, that's weird. That nigga, there was a third was one. A, I don't remember what he did. I think he was just part of Nerd. And so he wasn't part of the production team. I think it's just Chad and, and, um, and, um, and, uh, oh, man, there's three of them on one of their covers. But that's, he was there. But yeah, that, that's Nerd, though. That's not, that's maybe not he the, was like Freaky Zeke. <laughs> That's not the Neptunes. That's Nerd. Okay, that's still a group. Well, yeah, but there were more than just Chad and, and Pharrell and Nerd. But the Neptunes... Doing what? That nigga didn't say anything? Why you gotta say something? Like Jerobi from Tribe Called Quest. Or as I said, that Freaky Ziki. That nigga just of be the, on stage. And, hey, look, he just be on stage sometimes. He don't even be there all the time. Like, oh, he had to work. He can't. Just gigging. <laughs> he had to work this weekend, so he couldn't <laughs> come with us. <laughs> Do you have any raps for us? No. Do you have any ad libs for us? I'm not allowed to do that either. <laughs> so shit, man. So this is this is good shit, man. You got the my favorite Aaliyah album is on uh, Apple Music, and I haven't went back to check to see if there are others on there. And then you've got uh, Timbaland and Magoo, and it sounds like B, you found another one. You found the second one on there too. So I'll listen to this as as soon as this podcast yeah, is over. As soon as it comes to a conclusion. Um so listening to One in a Million, and as big of an Aaliyah's fan as, as I am, I didn't remember all the tracks on it. It's been so long. You know, we hold on to the ones that are meaningful to us. We forget some parts of it, um, some albums, not all. And so there's a Choosy Lover on there. I and uh, you know what I immediately started thinking? Uh-oh. This nigga Robert did this shit. Yeah. Because what nobody trying to fuck with the Isley Brothers back in 90, 96, but one in a million, one in a million was a Timberland album, though. She nah, already, she'd that already nigga, transitioned. That nigga had to do something on there. Choosy Lover. 
yeah. Timbaland ain't never yeah. did a remake of any song like that shit in the history of Timbaland. Yeah. That nigga's all, that nigga beatboxing with his, with his Jaguar and then going <laughs> and getting... <laughs> Actually, Timbaland's super duper secret that only a few people know, that nigga stayed Jack in Bollywood. All that shit oh, is yeah. Bollywood shit. Yeah. Indian people pissed, you know. Hey. They sued him. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't Magoo black and Indian? That he is, but he's talking about the other. He's talking about feather. He ain't talking about red dot. Are you sure? Yeah, he's talking about red. He dot. looked different. I mean, talking about feather. Looked like he might, you know, know a thing or two about fixing a slippery machine in a in a crunch. Wow, <laughs> is a joke that I heard someone say, <laughs> right. and I find <laughs> in extremely offensive. You're a deplorable. <laughs> no, I'm a plurable. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So that's yeah, not appropriate. He used to jack Bollywood all the time. Like for his hit hits, right, right. Like if like when you hear it compared to the other to the actual Bollywood thing, you're like, nigga, right. <laughs> you just added a little bit a, a piece of right. a drum kit on it and called it a day, right? <laughs> what in the entire ditty is going on here? Uh, but yeah, so 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 like I said, man, so. Timberland has never messed with any uh, any uh, classic soul songs You're right. ever. You're right. That's definitely R. Kelly. Yeah. So speaking of R. Kelly, I think somebody's testifying against him. Uh, <laughs> I know. That he, I, he I, had I, asked, <laughs> she had asked him to delete the video of her when she was a minor. And that nigga said, hell to the naw. That's uh, something you so, can say I'm dead wrong on too. Because I thought for sure he was getting out. Oh, no. Yeah, he's so done. No. no. And <clears throat> I read something that said that he's having a hard time because, you know, he needs money for his defense. Right. He's having a hard time selling off his catalog. Ooh. Don't nobody so even be, want it. Maybe you and I <laughs> right. get together. We only got to wait this thing out maybe, you know, four, five years. Pennies on the dollar. I was talking to my wife about this shit. You know what? Let's do it. So me and my wife had this conversation about R. Kelly. And I told my wife that this man has basically been the soundtrack of my life from like 92, 93 to like 2010 or some shit. And that it's hard for me to cancel R. Kelly because a lot of important shit happened that he was the soundtrack for. Right. I mean, shit, that Michael Jordan movie, Space Jam. What's the thing that most people remember about Space Jam? It ain't the movie, it's I Believe I Can Fly. Damn straight. That's done in song in, in every black church across these here United States at some point. Um, yeah, but, but long story short, so this nigga is that nigga as far as I'm concerned. So here is where we're going to talk about the, the debate. My wife is Latina, so she has different sensibilities than I do. And the comparison was, if you got to cancel a nigga that done some shit... Asterisk, R. Kelly has not been, you know, has not received any, not been judged guilty, but neither had Michael Jackson. So if you can't cancel Michael Jackson because his music was too impactful, can the black community cancel R. Kelly? I don't think so, man. I'll be hearing some DJs be playing some shit, and sometimes that nigga make it in and the dancing don't stop. What do you think, B? Is R. Kelly as impactful to our generation from a cultural perspective, from a hip-hop cultural, R&B cultural perspective? Is he comparable to Michael Jackson for art? Hmm? Here's the thing. I I personally, I'm going to answer your question in a second, but I personally can't cancel 
listening to R. Kelly's music because one of his albums, the uh, the double disc album, I think it's R. Period or whatever. It was black. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that got Nas on it. He has a track with Nas. Yeah, yeah. That album is probably one of the best mixed and mastered albums ever. So I use it a lot of times as a reference to when I'm mixing. And because it's so well done, it's, it's so well put together, it's well produced, it's well mixed, it's well mastered, everything about it is just classic. Well, that nigga didn't do that part. No, he did. I guarantee you he had a lot to do with it. Kells? Yeah, yeah, he had a lot. I mean, okay. he's not, he was not the mixing engineer, but he had a lot to, his sound is why that album's, because I mean, the people who, the other people who worked on the project don't have other projects that sound that good. This is a Lauryn Hill callback. Genre specific, if I'm mixing an R&B record, even though that album is probably 20 years old, I will still pull up a reference of it to, to refer my tracks to to see if they're hitting right, to see if they're open enough, to see if they're wide enough, to see if they're tall enough, etc. So I couldn't cancel them just because R. Kelly has done his thing on, on that, not just that album, all the albums, but that album specific. There are no bad albums. There are some bad tracks on a few albums, but there are no bad albums. Right. But then on top of that, though, I think that R. Kelly is not as globally impactful as Michael Jackson, but absolutely forgot. Oh, let, let me be clear. I'm purely talking about our generation, absolutely the culture. For goddamn sure, R. Kelly is as big as Michael Jackson in the black I community. love me some Michael Jackson. I wanted a jacket with all the zippers, just like Kanye. Yeah. But you know what? This is my song for real, no doubt. Yeah. No, DJ's making me feel. No lie. There's no you. You are you're a liar. If you're if, remixed to the ignition, coming fresh out the kitchen. Come on, man. Yeah, you're a liar. If you if you if you don't say that that he was Half the soundtrack baby. to some of your life. If, you remind me of his Jeep. Whack as fuck, but catchy. It's catchy. Yeah. Uh, shit. Keep it on the down low. Yeah. Man, that video. That whole goddamn video. He, Mr. Big fucked him up. He saved the Isaac Brothers' careers. Saved is not the right word. He reinvigorated. Mm, for them to be to, Okay Everybody else at The Isaac Brothers age Has cover bands Touring with their names The Isaac Brothers Are still Isley Brothering <laughs> Well you know that nigga Might still owe some Back taxes <laughs> I'm just saying I'm saying But name Name the lead singers Of, of Earth, Wind & Fire Does Verdine count As a lead singer? Because he sings now too Well If you were to say Back in the day Earth, Wind & Fire who, who are the lead singers? Name them Nigga, don't ask me that. Exactly. Philip Bailey and uh, what's that other nigga name? Like exactly. What's that nigga's name? Right, but that's just not and, and common Verdine knowledge. And on the on the guitar. That's not common knowledge. Uh, my, Marcus? No, not Marcus. Anyway, but you know Ron Isley. Mr. Big, yes, I do. He's a character. He's a he's a thing. He was Man Crush Monday for just recently. That's not because of the Isley brothers. That's because of R. Kelly's influence on our generation and the generation just after us to bring him back but, to the, the limelight. Yeah, but reintroducing okay. their music. Yeah. You know what? Since that versus, I listen to Isley Brothers a lot now. It's crazy. I never stopped. But, well, it's not something I would I would go to. Because I'm, you know, I try to be, I go back to the parts of my life and things like, like the Aaliyah shit. So that gets me back to R. Kelly. That nigga is as impactful in our generation as Michael Jackson. Yeah. Because at some point, Michael Jackson just became some other shit. Well, you know what, though? Let's do it like, can we do? Can we do it like this? Michael Jackson was our childhood. R. Kelly was yeah. our fucking years. That's 100% correct. Like that nigga said, back in the day, he's, he done put, you know, a lot of babies been made to a lot of records. Yeah. Killing myself out here. 
I'm killing myself. Give <laughs> me 17 years. Right. Yeah, man. Nigga, you going to jail, jail. I couldn't I couldn't put anybody above Michael Jackson in my childhood years. But when oh, I no, did, no, no, that nigga was the king. But when teenage, the half the teenage years, when it cut in half, the second half of the teenage years and my adult years, that was R. Kelly. When you're doing the things. <laughs> those those things. You filling on some booties. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, so definitely trying to go half on a maybe. That's uh, anyway. definitely that's definitely a bar as far as yes. him being a, as impactful. Yeah, I'm a flirt. I'm a, anyway. Uh, yeah, too many goddamn hits. Step too name, many, too many, too of many. Love. If, if your, your your parents like that. Your grandparents. We can do like this all that. day. See, that it would have been interesting had he had it, you know beat the raps. If he could have been on a versus, because you know what, we gonna do this shit versus R. Kelly. Who can go up against R. Kelly in a versus? So we gonna have to stay. We gonna have to mirror the generation. You know, Nan, nigga, it ain't gonna happen. Possibly Usher. Possibly. Mm, yeah, maybe. But yeah, maybe. Usher got some bangers, but R. Kelly's, a R. Kelly's a different level. Yeah. Remember all of a sudden that nigga said, "You know what?" I can't read music. You're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? It's like it, that was like that was like when Michael Vick said, Yeah, you know, I don't I don't read defense. <laughs> I don't read defenses. Right. Yeah. So how are you been doing this all these years? Like if the mic is open, I throw it to them. If they're not, take off. Right. Deuces, bitch. R. Kelly's so hard. That nigga told us he was the Pied Piper, and we was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's funny. No, no, no. That nigga is so hard. We knew, full circle, that he was in the yeah. lead, got married, and we just like fucking Mandela affected that shit as if it never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's, man, R. Kelly is one of the first Mandela effects. We completely forgot that shit. Yeah. How about the public announcement? You ain't heard shit about the public announcement. That was, that was. They, they had a, they, they got some burn back in 99. They had that. You be all yo, you be all yeah, going to work that body, baby. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but look, damn. How many years did it take them to come out with that song? They were on Honey Love and then they ne never returned. <laughs> and that was the last album they did. Uh, shit, man. Because he left. He left. He was the voice. Yeah. Um, Dave Hollis just thought he was going to do that shit. <laughs> nah, Dave <laughs> but had they other kept troubles. going. Dave has some other trouble. Dave is my guy, though. Oh, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's my, sang, sang. He's in my top five. I'm okay with that. Um, Dave's in my top five. Anyway, man, so R. Kelly, man, he deserves what he's got coming. But B, if you and I can scrape together a few nickels, we can maybe get this catalog. I'm going to tell you what, man, people's memories is short. That's right. But their feelings are not. You start playing that shit, going to feel good, man. We can, we, go, we can see, man. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you offline about this let's, shit. Let's see do what it, we can man. Do. Let's do it. Shit, man. Uh, no, but that nigga is exactly where he belongs. <laughs> All right. Uh, so a lot of shit's happening. A lot of lot of uh, anniversaries and birthdays of shit. Today is Michael Jackson's birthday. Look at that. I forgot about that. Oh wow. Yeah. So uh, I know you don't you don't watch corny shit as you say, but I saw this clip of this wrestling organization where the wrestler's gimmick was that he was Thriller Michael Jackson. So he like puts somebody in a headlock, just starts moonwalking. And the moonwalk is straight. The moonwalk is on point. That's a real ass moonwalk. Then he does another thing where he spins around and drops an elbow, then hops up on those two toes. Ah! I was like, nigga, this is corny, but I like what you're doing there. I'm going to find some more clips of this. I can't, but, uh, I can't do it, man. I can't. I, Michael I can't Jordan's, be a part of I mean, that. not Michael Jordan. Michael Jackson's uh, birth, 
uh, birthday today. Uh, yesterday, I think it was the anniversary of Chadwick Boseman's death. The uh, day before that was, um, hmm, was it Aaliyah? There's a lot of stars that, that, that are, you know, that were either born or died in this month. Why do we celebrate people who, who've already passed the birthday? Just remembrance. It's like, it's like, it's like the, it, it's uh, akin to the Aaliyah music argument. If you don't acknowledge them, they're going to disappear. If you don't acknowledge Nipsey's birthday or death, if you don't acknowledge that, then in 10 years, it never happened. This whole generation that won't know. Like, like, like with Aaliyah. People younger than Drake don't know who the fuck Aaliyah is. And who? Huh. So, you know, so if you don't keep the name in circulation, I mean, it's not making them feel better. I mean, it's like anything. It's like a funeral or anything. It's for us. It ain't for them. It's for us to keep uh, their legacy going. Yeah. Like it was Kobe Bryant's birthday on uh, the 23rd. And the very next day was Mamba Day. Out here we have a thing called Mamba Day. Which, you know, sneakerheads have it too. 824 is, is Mamba Day. So 824 is numbers. Yeah. I get that. But I, could, I, I see celebrating Mamba Day. I don't see celebrating his birthday though. That just feels weird to me. Eh. It's all the same shit. You know, you know acknowledgement, keeping the name in circulation. Yeah. Making sure the legend don't die. Uh... Anywho, so let's see, let's see. So, <sighs> happy birthday, MJ. I'm sure things are working swell for you in the afterlife. If he's pretty, dead. Pretty sure things are working okay for you on the whole sin thing and the atonement for said sins. I'm pretty sure uh, God's pretty lenient with, you know, uh, being a children's sexual predator. Alleged. Forgiveness for that. Yeah, I guess. All right. Changing, changing, uh, changing gears a little bit. Remember when the, the attack on January 6th in the Capitol and this white woman got shot? Yes. Did you know it was a nigga that did that shit? I knew this week. Or last week. I me mean. too. I was like, oh shit. No wonder they upset. They know it was you. That nigga ain't sorry either. I'm like, I wouldn't nah, be either, he's man. He's going public. Yeah, his picture, his picture oh, looked like shit. he... His picture looked like he talked nah, shit. I, then then I his picture looked like he talked shit. from that movie. I'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that she burns in hell. <laughs> the picture I saw oh. was him getting out of a car, SUV or something. He looked like he talked shit too. Like, it was like, oh man. This tell I'm going to shoot your ass. Yeah, Keep this on. Gonna, this going to be a Keep tell. on. I can't tell you shit. All right. So uh, that was interesting. Uh, funny shit. Remember uh, about two years ago, B, when you and I were talking about Tiger King and Joe Exotic? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, that bitch Carol Baskins is selling his goddamn zoo. She's trouble. Carol Baskins. She is. She's, yeah. She killed her husband. First one. What's going on with Kanye and Drake, man? You hear about this shit? I think it's all publicity stuff. All of it's still, all that's the same shit. I don't know. Drake stay getting into it with people because, you know, everybody looking like, nigga, you ain't going to fight. <laughs> right. <You're> not, <laughs> come on, nigga, you not going to fight. They say Drake got goons, shit. though. Yeah, in Canada. Nah, Drake got... They <laughs> say don't Drake, go there. <laughs> they say Drake got goons. Nah, Drake knows uh, Jay Prince, who we pay the utmost of respect to. He's very close with Mr. Prince. Well, Prince Jr. No. 
The real prince? Yeah. The king? The king, yeah. Okay. The latest, uh, uh, yeah, they they were part of discovering him. They, well, they yeah, but, I, but Jay Prince said that Jay Prince Jr. brought Drake to him. It was like, yo, we got to put this guy on, blah, 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 whatever. Nigga, it don't matter how he got to the king. He's at right. the king, so. Right. So, yeah, so uh, Yeezy better be careful, you know, in the South, Houston, Louisiana. But doesn't even, nah, doesn't even Kanye, feel like real Kanye beef. is untouchable. Kanye is untouchable. There is no way you're getting within 100 feet of Kanye West. It's not going to happen. You, you see those, pic- right, those pictures you see of him out in town or whatever, you don't see just outside of the camera view that there's nobody else around him that hasn't already been vetted in some way. You're not getting by Kanye West. When he, got, when he shows up to a show, it's, in a, it's at a, a theater or an arena or something huge. He's coming in the back door with security. You're not going to get close to him. Even Jay Prince. Mr. Prince, I want to apologize on behalf of Black on both sides. You know, my partner, Mr. Honest here, you know, it's a little late in the evening where he is. I'm pretty sure he hasn't had dinner yet. And uh, he, we don't, you know, this is just for entertainment purposes only. Jay Prince is still on some nigga shit. He ain't got no secret service. Like, that's not, come on, man. I mean, as far as, as, far as niggas go, the neighborhood shit, he can get to stop. <laughs> oh, you funny. You're going to fuck this up for us both. That's what you're going to do. We got families, man. All right, man. I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Uh, let's move. Let's just get way away from this topic. Um, <laughs> Michigan couple apparently has been ordered to pay $30,000 for throwing out their son's porn collection. Wow. $30,000? the fuck type of collection is this? Who the fuck pays for porn? Right? That's my point. Collection? <laughs> <laughs> what? what I think it was 43. Their, their kid's 43. The kid is 43 years old? Yeah. What do you mean the I kid can't. is 43? Their son's porn collection, the son was 43. How old were the parents? Oh, shit. If he's 43, they must be 20, 25 years older. Because they're white. Um, so he planned or something, and he lived with them. I think it's that he left it there, oh. and they found it and threw it away. Kind of, you know, I like you probably got some stuff, or your mom probably has something of yours you may not even know she has. Right. Like for me, I have I had a lot of comic books at the home that I grew of up in. Of course, you did. <laughs> and uh, no one's taking care of them, and so they are probably all destroyed. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but of course you did. No, you're not. No, no, you're not. <clears throat> you're not, and I don't care. I don't care. Did you have some action figures too? <laughs> well, see, here, funny story about that shit. So, every child at some point, every, every, well, not now, but when you and I were coming up, play G.I. Joe's, that's the shit. Yeah. Play with G.I. Joe's. Yeah. Um, I had trouble putting G.I. Yeah. Joe's down when I was too big to be still playing with them. I would sneak, awesome. and, I would sneak and play with them. Quick story about G.I. Joe. Who's the best G.I. Joe? What's the one you want? Snake Eyes. What's the figure you want? Snake exactly. Eyes. Funny thing about Snake Eyes is that you remember what the first Snake Eyes looked like? Yeah. It was just an action figure, a nondescript action figure mm-hmm. that had been pa- painted all black. Yep. Hasbro did that, or was it Mattel? Hasbro and Mattel, the maker of G.I. Joe action figures, did that because they had a lot of fucking action figures and they didn't want to. <laughs> Waste time and money. <laughs> really? 
trying to make them look like characters and shit. So like, let's just play them all black and see what happens. Wow. And Snake Eyes was born. Uh, anyway, so we had our GI Joes and, you know, given that B has always had money and, uh, you know, I was money adjacent. I have not means we probably money. had a lot of them shits. A lot. Uh, and vehicles. And y'all you know, don't know about you, B, but if I were playing with, you know, a friend and they had some value or great value, not at that time, G.I. Joe's, some off-brand variant G.I. Joe's, I might would turn up my nose a bit. I would. You know, don't be coming to a G.I. Joe party uh, with some uh, 99-cent store action figures. Don't do that. <laughs> and no, my G.I. Joe cannot get into your $2.99-cent boat because it's not, you know. Right, like that's it's not a real one. Get out of here with yeah. that. I don't care if it fits. I don't want it touching yours. Uh, and you can't play with mine. Uh, so at some point we decide, <clears throat> got a chest hair, done with this shit. What'd you do with yours, B? No idea. I, I gave no- all mine to my little brother. I don't have a younger sibling, so. And he promptly lost every single fucking one of those. I had an army. <laughs> I had probably about 200 action figures. God damn. Whole- well, when I was a kid, that was about the thing that I wanted most. Yeah. Uh, and I was raised by my grandparents, so they kind of spoiled me. But that was that was my thing was G.I. Joe's. But do you remember, though, when it, when everything switched? Cause I, okay, because original G.I. Joe's before our, both of our time were big. They were huge. They yeah, be, I'm not talking about those. They became smaller and like, you know, more, cool, more cool when we were younger. But then yep. as I was getting right to the age, I've, I remember Transformers coming in and taking over a, a little bit. I didn't fuck with Transformers. But they were so expensive. Transformers yeah, were really expensive. They were, and my grandma was like, well, you could just have, you can have two of these G.I. Joes. Two G.I. Joe's or one Transformers. I'll get two G.I. Joe's. Say less. Let me get Storm Shadow, too. (laughs) I got some missions, and I want to balance the teams out. Now I can do that. Let me me get that Zartan. Yeah, that Zartan. (laughs) And the other one. What about, who are the the twins? The twin, I got to have both of them. Zagmod and Tamar or some shit like that. Because sometimes they didn't all sell them both together. Sometimes they didn't. (laughs) Anyway. You got me nerd now. Storm Shadow, man. man, shit. Storm Shadow always had drip. Yeah. He was always drip. You know, when I had Storm Shadow, I just pretend he wasn't a Cobra sometimes. Too, too much style. Me too. He was, was like, you know he was what? wearing white. He was wearing so white. So he's not a Cobra today. Right. He's not a Cobra today. They were brothers. Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes were brothers to me. Yeah, it's like two sides of the same coin. Can't yeah. we all get along? Then you have, like, you know, all these, all these other fucking variant Cobra soldiers, the snow ones, the, the desert ones, right. the mountain ones, the non- wood ones. Nondescript Cobra. Yeah. Vipers. Yeah. Um, Destro's black. You never, you'll never convince me that Destro ain't a black dude. I know he's from Scotland, but still, he did right. some black shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so we were talking about parents getting rid of shit that you find important. So it'd be akin to me never giving my brother those hundreds of GI Joes and dozens of vehicles, and thinking they're still in my parents' home, and going right. there. And, but but would you sue? Nigga, it was his porn collection. But would you sue your parents though? Hell no. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm, I'm a rational person. His collection of porn included films, magazines, you're going to love this, B, and other items. Toys. <laughs> and he had some, some sex dolls. Oh, no. This happened not from his childhood. Huh. He lived with them for 10 months before relocating somewhere. Oh, my God. 
He brought that shit with him. Wow. You can't get a storage. And he left. You can't get a storage to not bring porn to your parents' house as a fucking grown-ass man. The judge's hefty ruling of the paycheck was of the paycheck of $30,441 and no zero cents. supported by an expert who helped oh. determine the value of his collection. I know what this wow. was, Kunta. He that nigga had one of those sex dolls, the like the real ones. Think that's the other items? Yeah, that's what it because I mean if you spent 20k on a on a sex doll that that like talks and moves, I'd be pretty pissed too. Well, B, I think that you and I aren't really plugged into the vintage porn game, so how will we know? Yeah. Maybe he had Playboy 19, you know, eight and nine, and that was a good year. I don't know. That's possible. You know, maybe he had some VHSs and that had some value. It wouldn't matter. Well, Nobody his also had fork over fourteen thousand five hundred dollars for their son's legal fees. Oh, wait, they lost. Yes, they have to pay this nigga $30,000 and $441. $30,441 and no cents. Ain't no way And he got his legal fees of $14,500. Bro, I would never show up with that, that check. This nigga is out the wheel. Hell well, see, yeah. here's the deal, B. If they don't show up with the check, he can, uh, he can you know, he can try to get a, what's it called, a writ of execution, mm-hmm. and they can either levy on their property or... Come, come get my house. Or garnish some wages. Garnish. Come on, come garnish and see what happens. You, got to, you get, ain't got to see what happens. When you get it, it's gone. <laughs> as soon as the check comes through, they, what, hey, what? Say so that's how You're garnish works, more here. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, sheriff said otherwise. Uh, so, man, that's, I don't know, man. I, I, how did it go wrong? Did they not know it was there? Are they super conservative, you know, evangelicals? I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know how to feel. Wow, I don't know how to feel. You know, it's not my collection. Maybe there was some. Uh, maybe there was some. You know, some sort of attachment. Maybe it was a doll. I don't know. Um, wow. Anywho, uh, so cautionary tale, man. Don't just be throwing out shit. The other cautionary tale is, you know, don't let you know grown folks come back and bring live in your house without making sure they've got their valuables in storage. <clears throat> All right, man. Let's talk about Uncle Joe in Afghanistan. Mm. First thing, I think that nigga did fall asleep. In that press conference? I mean, that, in that about? meeting? Yeah, I, I, it looked like he might have been asleep. It might have been Mimi's. I didn't push play. I but saw it. You know, I've been, you know, yeah, I, I pushed play for a little bit, and the way the guy was moving, the way he was moving, oh, yeah, that nigga asleep. <laughs> it's like, uh, Damn, Joe, it's not a good week. Shit. Shit. Um, but Afghanistan. So I think they got up to 13 dead. Uh, since the last time you and I talked, I don't know if there's more. Um, apparently there was some action launched, and apparently two targets were taken out. And it seems like Americans are having a hard time getting out, as well as um, allies, you know, Afghan people helped us you know, maintain uh, a foothold there in the region. So 20 years, looks like it's down the drain, man. Um, This is a huge problem for the Biden presidency. I don't know how. It's so bad that Democrats are backing away from Uncle Joe. Yeah. Whereas Democrats thought Uncle Joe, you know, they could... You know, they could say, look at the uh, at the at the pandemic response since, you know, he's been in office. But now, you know, they can't do that. 
because we have short memories and we forget all that shit that President Trump did, like leading Syria like this, abandoning the Kurds who have fought with us in lots of wars. You don't remember that shit. Fuck all that. Or the fact that this agreement with the Taliban was was a uh, was uh, brokered by the Trump administration. Nah, fuck all that. Now, I'm not saying one is worse than the other. I'm saying they're both bad. Right. Now, the problem that I have is that while I expected Trump's foreign policy to be complete horse shit, and it was, Uncle Joe's supposed to know better. He's been sitting on those commissions. Forever. Well before he was a vice president. Career. And then for eight years after that. So what the fuck don't I know, B? Career. Why did they do this? What don't I know? Make I, it make sense. You know, okay. Look, here's what I, I, I just happened to have seen something right before we started recording today. And uh, let me let me pull it up so I can make sure I don't misquote uh, what this this stat is saying here. Okay, eighty five trillion is that what it is? Eighty five trillion dollars worth of equipment has been eighty five trillion. Is that am I am I way off? Hold on, let me let me no, look. At- that's- I can't even fathom that number. Eighty-five trillion. Eighty-five trillion dollars worth of equipment has been surrendered to. Let me let me let me get the actual. What's number past here. a trillion? A fulfillion? A fulfillion? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna a say fulfillion. You stupid. <laughs> I was gonna say fulfillion too. Hold on. Zillion fulfillion dollars. Oh damn! Let me see. I can't find it. Uh, there's there's it, it's some crazy number here. I, I have the the what the stuff we left. Let me see if I can find the number though of how much they're saying it's worth. And of course, this hasn't been um, this hasn't been um, researched or dug into. So this may be still something that they're supposed to blow this shit up. Still, the yeah. military is supposed to blow it up when they leave it. Well, let me. I can tell you what they got. Here's what they got: uh, twenty two hundred one hundred seventy four Humvees, six hundred thirty four M I I one seventeen like a little like a, a fast tank. 155 MXX Pro, which is like a Humvee on crack. 169 uh, M113 tanks. 42,000 trucks that SUVs. That's not a Humvee on crack. That's a big motherfucker. Six, IEDs. 64,000 machine guns. Um, 8,000 cargo wait, trucks. Wait, wait, wait. Just some extra shits? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 64,000. extra shits. Yeah. 8,000 uh, cargo trucks. 162,000. Uh, uh, handheld radios like uh, walkie talkies, um, 16,000 night vision goggles, 358,000 assault rifles, 126,000 pistols, 176 artillery pieces like uh, mortars and that kind of stuff, uh, 33 MI 17 helicopters, 33 Blackhawk helicopters. 40, wait, wait, they, no, 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 no. They're not leaving Blackhawk helicopters. Bruh, I, I, that's what I'm saying. This has, this needs to be, this needs to be researched more. But this is, this is um, from. I, I think that's what they're, what they presuming would be left behind. Because I think they're probably guessing what is, or they're probably saying what was was there. So this is from the was, special. They're not leaving Blackhawk helicopters. This is a special inspector general for Afghan reconstruction. That's who's who's reporting this. Uh, four C one thirty transports. Twenty three. Mm. 23 Embraer EMB uh, jets. They ain't leave those shits either. 28 Cessnas and uh, 38 Cessnas. Uh, let me see here. Um, so you see the problem. They're not leaving that shit. Well, but these belong to... They're the not Af- leaving a C-130 plane. This belonged to the Afghan army, though. 
This wasn't a. This wasn't a. This was stuff that. This is stuff that we helped. Black them. Hawk helicopters. That's what it says. I don't. I can't. Like I'm saying, I haven't. I haven't done any. This is from the, the special inspector general. I, I know you have Construction. Yeah. So. Uh, 182,000 Army and Air Force and 118,000 police and paramilitary security units. That's the people who made up the 300,000 that, that decided to, to turn and, 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 and catch and wind. Catch Not wind. even, no, they didn't even turn around. We're just like, military, who? Catch no, wind, I, yeah. no, I don't know nobody like that. And uh, this is this other source is the U.S. Government Accounting Office, G- the GAO office. So I, I don't know if this has been... Committed to saying, "Hey, this is real yet." But if those numbers are even close, if those numbers are even close, can't be. B, let's take a timeout. All right. Why would the Af- Why would Afghanistan need C one thirty transports? Multiple. Why would they? They wouldn't. Where are they going? Where are they going? I don't know. Why would the Afghanistan military be, be gifted anything more than one or two Blackhawks? If that, yeah, not going to do that either. So, so. I, I, I'm a, in agreement that there's probably was that much ordinance there over the years, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But there's that we just, Some of that stuff there's no too way. Much. Well, but here's my point, though. If, if Let's just say that, that, that a lot of this stuff was there and was left. Could there be an, an outside agenda to militarize the Taliban for something that we're not aware of yet? And even though they were already militarized, they didn't have the t- the proper... So, like, we all know about the, um, the, the things back in the day where the American government would go in and underhandedly uh, coerce and militarize different groups and get, make them capable of taking down other governments, things like that. But now, since things are so sophisticated, they may have to play another game to make it seem like it was a mistake. Oh, Joe pulled out. It's all his fault. Now, look at this. It's, it's all trouble. What if it was on purpose? Be, so that we could put these weapons into the hands of somebody that we wanted to do something to some other government. And this is the way we had to play the, we had to, play the game to make it seem like it was all a big mistake. Joe takes the fall. Oh, well. I've seen tweets saying Joe must go. Yeah, it was, they were there before. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the meaning. So like, you know, why now? What's your reason this time? <laughs> it's, it's very conspiratorial in, 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 in where I'm coming from with it. But if, if there were a way to do it, this could be a way to do it. Pretend like it was a blundered uh, evacuation Something happened to the Afghan army. Because why the, why the hell would you pull out so fast without any, without any protection on the back end? Why the hell would the Afghan army not stand up? Why would the president leave in the first day? I know you don't, I know you don't uh, trust any politician, and that's a good thing to do. Um, I don't trust 100% any politician. Never have. You're about to say he really um, just made a mistake? You really about to say that? I already said that last podcast. What I'm going to say is when someone blatantly does something that defies logic and reason, that has to mean there's intel you and I and the public don't know. Like when President Obama ran the first time, I'm going to close camp x-ray. I'm not going to have, you know, I'm not going to have people detained off of Cuba. That's it's wrong. Right. It's amoral. And I'm going to stop when I'm president. Yeah, no, that shit kept going. Now I'm going to stop all this. You know, you know, you've got this, you know, you know, people are bombing. Pakistan, Afghanistan. No, we're going to be more, more, more targeted, more conscious of what we're doing. We're not going to just be dropping bombs. The bombs didn't stop falling. Right. There is something going on. Um, and Kamala better stay the fuck away from all this shit. She better keep talking about her mama. You know, my mom, she used to say, uh, what about, what do you think about 
President Joe Biden uh, leaving Afghanistan. Oh, you know, that's Joe. You know, Joe's the president. Joe can, you know, Joe's the, the buck stops at Joe. He's president. Yeah, I'm upset. Where did she go? Where did she even go? I don't know where Biden was until just last week. The niggas asleep. They're asleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden popped up and pulled all the troops out of Afghanistan last week. And that's the first thing we've heard from him since he took office. Shit. See, that's what happens when he goes anywhere without Jill. Jill would say, Joe, Joe, wake your ass up, Joe, Joe. <laughs> nah, but Pataki and all them other dudes, they sitting there letting him sleep. They ain't saying shit. They just watching. You think he's asleep? No, I don't know. Oh, shit, that nigga is asleep. <laughs> and Trump he caught him sleep. Nah, he's on camera. Trump shit. caught him Call sleepy him. Joe, too. Call him on his phone. Call him on the phone. <laughs> so <laughs> That's what they, sh- hey, this, you know what? Just call the nigga on his phone. Right. You know the shit's on vibrate. Or right. maybe maybe it's got dun 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 <laughs> Help a nigga that, out. Shit. Yeah, it's like Kevin Hart. Help me. Yeah. Help Uncle Joe. Call that nigga. Shit. They just let him sit there. You need to fire all them motherfuckers. Everybody should go. He's like, you just let me sleep? Yeah. 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 This is worse than him falling to up them damn stairs. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, man. The worst thing you can do for Trump is be anywhere close to some shit he said you was. This is gonna, exactly this is this is, this is this is this is why you don't get reelected. This what this whole Afghanistan thing is why you don't get reelected. Oh, he wasn't going to run for reelection. He's too old. He's too old. Um, so if Kamala doesn't stay out of it, she's going to be. If she becomes part of it, she's not going to get reelected either. Right. So, well, elected. Elected. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. No, she's got to steer clear. Kamala, I, I need you to come talk to the to the Oval Office. Sorry, Joe, I've got a hair appointment. You know how it is. Then I get, get a Manny and a Patty. And then we get a new team. Can we just FaceTime, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from this. This this is a this is a fiasco. Yeah, it's a fiasco. Because you didn't people even say anything have, about the uh, prisoners of the moment. The suicide bomber. It doesn't matter. I, it doesn't matter in that the method at which people were hurt. Right. It matters that people were hurt. It matters that people were hurt because people because apparently an element was emboldened to do some shit. And now we're asking the Taliban to be security. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, folks, it's in their self-interest. What do you mean, Joe? Right. Joe, do you hear the words coming out of your mouth? Does it make sense to you? It's like prisoner security. Telling people you don't have dementia, but you're doing shit like this. <sighs> You could just say what you mean. The aliens told you to move them. Just say that shit. Carrie Underwood's coming. Oh, it's to true, sing. folks. Carrie Alien Underwood's overlords. They the say prisoners. stop doing that shit. You know we're doing it. <laughs> what do you think Michael Jackson was? Shit, he's an alien. He's here. He's still alive. Oh man. So I, I this is a this is a, a fiasco. Uh, I think more ordinance is going to get dropped in Afghanistan on people because uh, we can't go out like no bitches. We can't be perceived to be a bitch. If one and other person. With a with a blue passport, gets killed. Well, didn't I read there was already a drone right, strike? A few bombs got to get dropped, huh? There was already a drone strike already, right? I think I read that. Yeah, they said he got two targets, but yeah. you know that's I don't know that shit. Do you know that shit? No. I mean, you see any footage of anything? No. All I know is that uh, one line sentence. Okay. Um, so this is a disaster. This is a fiasco. We shouldn't have been there in the first place. No one, no one beats the Afghanis, Afghanis. Not Russia, not us, not nobody. They love those rocks for some damn reason. And, you know, 
I don't know if the Taliban are Afghanis. I guess so. And so they're going to move in. And uh, we just wasted 20 years of blood, sweat, tears, money. Uh, think of all the PTSD. Um, for what? To go to the next one. Yeah. Go to the next one. <sighs> well, man. So you're going to go listen to Donda, huh? Not immediately. Not immediately. Well, here's your homework, B. I'm going to give you some homework. All right. Knowing you, you're going to ball up and throw it, away, throw it right back at me. But because you didn't do it, because that tells me that you deep down know that you're wrong as shit for this. I don't really care if you listen to Donda because it sucks. But we're going to meet the next time we record and we're going to talk about your girl's album. Ooh. Amethyst. Man, come on, man. Okay, I will listen, nope, I will listen nope. to it. I will listen You've been it. giving her too much run, B. She okay. needs you. I'll listen to it. So, so when we get back next time, we're going to be able to... You're going to tell me how you know she's the greatest uh, rhyme repeater in the history of rhyme repetitions. <laughs> I've never being said re- that. Repeated by someone uh, and not their native accent. I will listen to it. Everybody has All a right. fake accent. What are you talking about? It's called affectation. Tell me I'm lying. Do you think everybody speaks to... Come on. That's affectation. All rap is affectation. Okay. See? See, when we... I'm, split, I'm splitting I'll, I'll, hairs, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know. But ever what? You know, we're going to listen to this and talk about this rationally and reasonably. Um, <clears throat> there is a... Hurricane Ida has, hit, has made landfall or is about to make landfall in Louisiana. So to any listeners we have out in Louisiana or any people that have... Friends or family in Louisiana, we hope that they stay safe. This is supposed to be one of the biggest hurricanes in the area since, I believe, 1850. So, yeah, that'd be bigger than Katrina. Uh, you know, hopefully people have got out the need to have gotten out. Um, and so uh, we'll see. Hope everybody, you know, most people can stay safe. Can stay safe. Uh, COVID, well, the Delta variant is running rampant. Texas, Florida, uh, and, you know, the death rates going sky high in those states because, well, you know, fuck masks. And if it's fuck vaccines, it's all the way fuck your masks about freedom. Uh, Kids are coming up testing positive. I just got an email, B, while you and I on this podcast from my daughter's school saying someone has tested positive. Uh, Hope that, you know, you know, on the one hand, I, I wouldn't wish anyone to be positive, but on, you know, a real standpoint, I hope this person is not in her class. Let me ask you this. So, in, in Atlanta, what they're doing now, my mom's a teacher, by the way, uh, listeners who don't know that. Um, in Atlanta, they're closing the classroom. They're quarantining everyone in that classroom for 14 days. Is that how they're doing it in California? Or Jay Smooth no. said his, his school, his daughter's school in New Jersey now is closing the whole, the whole floor, not the floor, the whole uh, hall. Jersey? So I always thought, okay. Yeah. No, no, that just happened. Mm. That just happened. Closed the whole floor? No, the whole way, the, like that, that hallway. So whatever, whoever, whatever classes on the hall, any other classes on that hallway are also quarantined for 14 days. <sighs> you know, we just figuring this shit out, man. It's, that's ridiculous I, I, though, man. It, it, you're going to have to just close school and go back home. They're, they're not going to be able to keep, because every time a kid gets sick, the whole floor, the whole wing closes or the whole hallway. Well, that doesn't work in New Jersey. Um, I think here... 
they send the kids home. Well, obviously the kid can't come back. Right, that kid. I believe they do contract contact tracing to figure out the kid's been around. And then those kids probably will quarantine and before they come back and you know, and in in the interim, someone else has gotten it. And- but see, look, but it, when you, when it's younger kids, though, you might be in a classroom with those kids the entire day. But when you get into like middle school and and you know late elementary school and middle school and high school, you see all the kids in the school basically in your grade throughout the day because your class is not the same every period. So you have different teachers, different different custodians, different classmates, different administration staff. You know what I'm saying? Like if one kid gets it in a high school. They can't do that whole quarantine the whole class thing because that's not real in high school. That's you have to damn near quarantine everybody. They're going to end up having to go back home. I don't see a way around it's it. It's going to be a very interesting fall and winter. Yeah, particularly in California, assuming this recall election goes the right way, and we don't have fucking Larry Elder as our gov- governor. That would be bad. Oh yeah, that'd I saw be real that. bad. I saw that. That's that's wild. We have very strange recall rules in California. If the incumbent doesn't get, you know, over 50% of the vote, then it goes to the challenger. So a Republican challenger, you know, know, it could be 30, 40, 50 challengers. And if that person gets a higher percentage than the other challengers, well, shit, that person is now your governor. So you're telling me- That's how Schwarzenegger became governor. You're telling me that your likability, your your elder likability is zero? Yes. Come on, man. He, I like I like Larry Elder. He's better than zero. No, he's better than zero, man. Get out of here. Um, first off, he doesn't want any minimum wage at all, right? For any circumstances. Right. Second off, he's direct quote. You know, women don't understand politics, the economy, or maybe much of anything. That's not. Can't be a 2021 view when you're in charge of people. Um, he's, you know, he's definitely uh, a hardline Trump supporter. He's very close to QAnon. And so, no, we can't allow that. I challenge anybody who just heard King Kunta's uh, paraphrasing of Larry Elder to go do a little bit of research and listen to Larry Elder yourself before you just assume that what he said was 100% accurate. You know what? I'll pull the quote. That's a, but a quote can be taken and pulled from a, a, a hour long thing. You take one quote. Like I say, I I suggest that any. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that I'm challenging anyone who felt like I don't know anything about this Larry Elder guy, and they took what you said as the summation of who Larry Elder is. I I suggest you go and 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 do a little, just a tiny bit of research. And I don't I don't think you'll have. I don't think you'll have the same opinion of him. Well, it's awfully good of you, be honest. You don't live in California. And I can't hear you, man. Californians have different sensibilities than the great state of Georgia, and there's a lot of shit we do. We pride, our, we pride ourselves on being a progressive state. We're not going to go back. Right. We are a deep blue state. This is a a, uh, a Trumpian plot, and it's not going to work. And if for some unknown reason this fucker does get elected with maybe 15% of Republicans he's running against, he will be stonewalled by the— uh, yeah, he'll be stoned by the California State House. Um, not stoned. Oh, another th- another stoned. thing about Larry Elder. Larry Elder says that it's a completely appropriate, and you should be able as an employer to ask a woman if she's pregnant, or if she ever plans on being pregnant. There's only one reason why to ask someone that, because if the answer is yes, or at some point yes, well, you know, keep it pushing, honey. Can't work here. Right. You know, these are things that 
you know, these are these are backwards ways of thinking. Uh, even Candace Owens might have a problem with some of this shit. You know, all I'm saying don't is, understand politics, all I'm, the economy, or science or anything like that. You're cherry picking things here and there. All I'm saying is, anyone who doesn't know, if you if you already know who Larry Elder is and you and you agree or whatever, fine. But if you don't even know who the person is, you're listening to this right now. At least do take the time to go and listen because I don't know that you'll disagree with everything that he says. Maybe there's some things you don't agree with, but I don't think you disagree with everything. So that's all I'm saying. I, I don't. I don't. I don't zero percent like Larry Elder. I don't even know why you know who the fuck he is because he's he's you know he's based in California. To be honest with he's you, he's got a good story. See, like, it's always weird when I say that. I like his story. His story? Mm-hmm. Do you like a uh, Ben Carson story? I do. I read the book too. You like Gift, Ben Gift, Carson? Gifted Hands. Gifted Hands is a good book. You should read it. Gifted Hands, Bad Brain. These okay, are still I'm black people, dude. These are, to me, these are, to me, these are, <laughs> damn, fuck everybody, the staff, right? All of them. <laughs> as as motherfucking crew. <laughs> Oh man, I like Larry Elder's story. So you know, hey. Sometimes you're just controversial for the sake of being controversial. No, you, no, you know, you're just naturally a contrarian. Don't do that, man. I don't. Uh, I don't root for everybody black. I never root for everybody black. But I don't see a Larry Elder says he will repeal mask vaccine mandates if he wins the election. Okay, it's a good idea. Yeah, good. That's, that's a great idea. We're not going back. Matter of fact. I'm going to get my ballot right now and fill it out. Thank, <laughs> thanks, B. You're welcome. Because I have it. Because I'm, you know, I'm in a reasonable state. And I was like, hey, you know what? People don't need to show up in these lines to vote and shit. Let's get them, let's send them their ballots. And right. Let them do it in confidence and safety of their home. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I can encourage listeners in California, go look all the way into Larry Elder. And then you will see why Larry Elder cannot be governor of California. And when you understand that, you have to realize that if you are left-leaning, if you are a Democrat, or if you value, you know, freedoms for women, uh, children, uh, LGBTQ, you can't vote. Not to recall Gavin Newsom, and I understand Newsom's pissed a lot of people off. I understand that Newsom is not necessarily a nice guy. I understand that Newsom may or may not be slimy. I understand that Newsom might have some Cuomo shit if we really dug deep. If we really dug deep. But at the same time, we can't have a red governor uh, fucking up California. They can say, don't Texas, don't California my Texas. Don't Texas and Florida are California. You'll, it won't work out the way you think it does. But hey, man, we got some time. We'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to fucking happen because our current governor, he's pissed off a lot of people. And all the people he's pissed off may not understand that someone can win a percentage of the opposition and now they're governor. Larry Elder doesn't have to get 50% of, of Republicans. Gotta, you know, just got to get the most. And there's like so many candidates over there. He can get 16% likability maybe and be governor. 16% of the Republicans, not even Californians, said, hey, you know what? I like the cut of this jib. You know, I heard uh, black on both sides and that'd be honest. You know, I looked into him. You know, he's not one of those libertards. You know, he sees the world the way it should be. I'm fucking with him. 16% of those motherfuckers. And all of a sudden, you got a governor. It's crazy. It's wild. May need to be reformed. But it's also how Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor. So, vote, 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 vote. It's coming. Week, two weeks. Let's do it. On that note, stay safe. Uh, Wear your mask. I would suggest you get vaccinated. If you're not going to do that, at least wear your goddamn mask. 
uh, goes to my co-host here. Wear your mask. Mask up. Or as a, what's that guy's name? Remember the I'm delivered guy? Uh, damn, I can't remember. That's my dude. I I, I love that dude's uh, IGs. I can't remember his name. Uh, I'm delivered. I don't, I uh, like women's, women's, women's. Uh, women's, women's, women's. Damn it, I can't remember his name. That's my he's nigga. Got a few, he's gotten a few. <laughs> Andrew Caldwell. That's my nigga, man. I like that too. You know what he said? Entertainment, whatever he said. Was wear your mask. 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 He had his mask. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. You better wear that mask. So go back and listen to this podcast. Turn it up on that last part, and you'll see why Mr. Caldwell missed the mark again. Uh, any event, let's stay safe. B, you stay safe. I'm going to stay dangerous. Either way, we're going to get back up in here and keep it black on both sides. Or nothing is black and white.